Live from Memphis, Tennessee, it's the official podcast of Bat Cave Treasures and Toys. Beyond the Bat Cave. That's right, folks. You heard it correctly. From five to the. We're going to be talking about WWE's Royal Rumble. Yeah, I was going to say the most recent PLE, but yeah, you beat me to it. Well, you know, i got to jump the gun in there somehow. Yeah, so uh, welcome to another podcast episode from And In This Corner. I am your uh, world heavyweight tag team podcast Rumble winning champion. uh, And alongside me is my co-host, Terrell. You know it. Who is who is also the same exact thing that I said? So that's because we run things. Like yeah, that, you know. Yeah. Um, if we were in the Rumble, I feel like we would just do a pull of Pat McAfee and I jump would, out. No, I would try. Wow. I would. I would. Wow. Tr- I would give it a shot. Look. Wow. I would give it a shot. I didn't okay. say I'd okay. win, but I would definitely give it a shot. Okay. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah. This is all the episode is going to be about is the Royal Rumble. Uh, if you missed it, it was a great event. There was only four matches on the card. Uh, we'll go over those as well. Um, and uh, we'll give our thoughts on it. We'll do the first five entrants, some surprises, some of our favorite moments. And then the last five, or the final four, I guess, um, of each match. Um, of each Rumble match, I should say. And uh, and yeah, so two Rumble matches, two title matches, um, and like a... Four hour <laughs> pay per view or PLE. It was a long event because each Rumble match was over an hour. Oh long. yeah, yeah, close to an hour, almost like an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go ahead and kick everything off. The women's Rumble match started, and uh, of course, if you don't know what the Royal Rumble is, let's go over it real quickly. Sure uh, Thirty-two women start, and then every they say every ninety seconds, but the count seemed kind of fast. We know it's nine ninety seconds. Uh, Every quote unquote 90 seconds, a new superstar enters the ring. 30 uh, women uh, will enter the ring, and then the last one standing is the last person in the ring. In the ring. Now, to lose, you have to be thrown over the top rope. Not through. Not through. Over. You can, which means you can go, you can get rolled out of the ring, and it's fine, and you can still be okay in the match. Yep. Which some people have done in the past. Yep. But to lose, you have to be, to be kicked out, you have to be thrown over the top over. rope. Yep, so uh, women's match kicked everything off, and the the first two participants were the one and only, the veteran uh, Natalia at the number one position, and the returning, which, look I guys. Was, I was surprised. Look guys, I'm not saying that I'm a, you know, I, I can read the future. I'm not saying any of that, but Terrell can tell you, we watched it together. Mm-hmm. A lot of spots and a lot of things. I said last week on the episode. Yeah, he did. The men's match mainly, you definitely call that. Well, I definitely said that the returning Naomi would enter the Royal yep. Rumble, and she did, but I did not expect her to be number two. That was a shocker to me. I, I wasn't expecting her until later in, and and the same goes with something about the the men's match. Yep. I wasn't expecting the the order yeah. that threw me off. Yeah, but it was great to see her back. Uh, I watched the show. I watched it again this morning to, to get a full scoop on it because I was mm-hmm. exhausted last night. Um, it was a lot of emotions. Yes. For her returning. Oh yeah. And uh, it was another emotional moment later on in the match with someone else. Yep. So it was it was great to see her back. And oh yeah. I'm glad to see her back. And oh yeah. It was it was really cool too because um, 
WWE seems like they are trying to reach out to do more, um, uh, I guess, promotional work or uh, partnerships with other companies. And so, as you all may know, Naomi's story is is her and Sasha Banks were the women's tag team champions, mm-hmm. and they walked out because of, I guess, um, storyline issues or uh, writing issues. And they walked out, and they did not come back. Um, they just left the company. And so it's been what three years? I think it. Yeah, I think it about, was about three, about three years. years. Yeah. And so when she entered, the crowd erupted. I mean, cheers everywhere. The welcome back chants. She started tearing up in the ring. She kind of tried to cover her face so it doesn't look like she was crying, but she she definitely got emotional. Um, really awesome, um, you know, moment for her. Uh, and, and she deserved it. Oh yeah, she deserved it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and she lasted a real, a real long time. She lasted a good while in that matchup. She was, she was in it too. Oh man, I think about it. Toward almost the end. Yeah, yeah, almost, almost an hour, yeah. almost an hour, maybe over an hour. Um, while Terrell goes over the next participant, mm-hmm. I'll look up how how long pe- you know they were in for. So the first two was Natalia and Naomi. The third one was Bailey. Bailey came in third. Um, and fourth up was uh, Candice LeRae. And then fifth entrance, which is where the, another emotional moment came in, Jordan Grace came in. And if you don't know who Jordan Grace is, first off, beast mode. Yeah. That's all I can say. This woman a tank. Is, is a, yes. A tank. But uh, over in TNA, uh, Naomi and Jordan Grace did have a matchup recently where Jordan Grace beat Naomi for the title. Mm-hmm. So having Jordan Grace from, come over from TNA for this, it was an emotional moment for the two of them. In fact, they hugged before they started fighting. Yeah. Which, kayfabe or not, you know, it's a, it's great to see somebody return to what they love doing, Yep. where they wanted to do it. So I, I respect Jordan Grace for how she handled that. And it was an awesome. Just just seeing that was an emotional moment for me. I was, I, excited, I was excited about that. Mm-hmm. So... That was uh, th- that was that, and that it was from mo- there moving forward. It was great. Oh yeah, it was, it was a good rumble overall. Um, I I think that the women's match, what's really cool is I didn't know this until the press conference afterwards. No legends. Yeah. And if you remember the women's Royal Rumble, I think started in twenty nineteen, maybe twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. I'm not too sure on that on that exact date. Um, but since that time. Every Rumble, there's been at least an, uh, uh, a legend, Alita, um, Victoria, um, Tori Wilson. I think the closest they had was Natalia. Yeah, yeah. Because she's probably one of the most longevity oh, yeah. rest in the, in the on the roster. Yeah, and so they didn't have any of those because the women's, like, just the entire roster for the women's, it's SmackDown, Raw, and NXT were stacked. Yes. I mean, just completely stacked. Speaking of NXT, uh, I made some predictions. I said a couple of uh, uh, women would make their uh, Rumble entrance, and again, I was correct. Uh, I said Tiffany Stratton. She came in at 29. I said um, Roxanne Perez. She came in at, like I think, 28, 27. 27, 27. Um, I also thought Thea Hale was going to be in there, but unfortunately she was not. So, hey, I'll take two out of three. Um, That's fine by me. It is what it is. Uh, I would love to see Thea Hale go in there and just go crazy. 
I foresee that coming soon. Yeah. Uh, they've got to finish. They've got to continue to establish her storyline in NXT first. True. Because it's still, True. it's still not fully established enough for her to be in this kind of moment. Right. Because because you got to give the people a reason to want to follow her even more. Mm-hmm. And they got to help that stat, get that storyline going to how it needs to be. Then you say, okay, now we got this going. Let's give it a, give it a break for a second. Let her go to the main roster to show off for a minute, then bring her back. Yep. So that way people can come in at the story that's going on right there instead of trying to be like, what's really happening? Yeah. So. Yeah, it was, um, you know, again, two out of three, I'll take it. Uh, but then we get down to the final four. Final four. And, uh, well, I guess another surprise uh, that we both called um, because she has been signed with WWE for months but has not made her debut, that was when Jade Cargill. Yes. Uh, and boy... If you want to make a moment, and if you want to make a superstar just in an instant like that, yeah, Jed Cargill is like the blueprint. She Damn comes it. in. First off, her music hits. Everyone goes crazy. She walks down the ramp. She has an aura to her. Like, like mm. she just has the, she's got the it factor already. Just walking down the ramp, you can be like, yeah, she, this girl gets it. Yeah. Then, after that, she steps in the ring with Nia Jax face-to-face. Nia's like, oh, look at look at you. You're back. You're here. Finally. Thank you. And uh, they go to hit each other. Jade blocks it. Hits Nia. And then Fireman, like, or... She picked I Nia mean, up on her back. Uh, fireman carry on her back with one arm. And flex, and flex with, the, with other. the other arm. Yes. I mean, Nia's a big girl. Yeah. And Jade... By the looks of it, she's really slender, but she's slender she in shape. Her, yeah, she's got washboard abs. Yes, for real. So, yes, yeah. Um, that was that was a moment. Yeah, um, that was incredible. Uh, so she entered at twenty seven. Um, no, she entered at uh, 28. 28. That's Roxanne right. Roxanne Perez was twenty seven. Uh, Jay Cargill was twenty eight. Tiffany Stratton was twenty nine, and a returning Liv Morgan was thirty. Yep. Which yep. I was actually surprised about her coming back right now. Yeah. With the Yep. legal issues she got going on. Mm-hmm. At first, she did have an injury. She had a legit injury that she was out for mm-hmm. uh, due to Rhea Ripley. Uh, hurt her shoulder. That was a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And then she had some um, legal issues that happened. Um, won't get into that. It's not our podcast. Right. Um, but she did. But she's cleared. Everything's fine. And so she made her return at thirty. And uh, I did not have the. I did not have the final four predicted. I thought it was going to be. I did. I had two of them. I'm, I'll take that back. I had two of them. I had Bailey, and I had Jade. I had Bailey, Jade, Bianca, as, as the three, and I was thinking Becky. Mm, okay. But um, it ended up it ended up being um a little different. It wasn't. They didn't really have a final four because no. uh, Bailey eliminated Bianca and Tiffany at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, so it, I mean, it was a quick final four. You right. didn't have that moment to where all four competitors are standing in the same thing. No, it was it was Bailey, it was Jade, it was Liv, mm-hmm. and it was Naomi. Yep, those were the final four, and Naomi got uh, a little bit. No, well, was it Naomi? No, it wasn't Naomi. It was it was it was Tiffany, Bianca, Tiffany, Tiffany was yeah. the other one. Tiffany, That's right. Bianca, Bailey, Jade, and uh, Liv were the final five. Yeah, and. Uh, lived through Tiffany over. Yep. And Bianca came to help out, and she got pulled over the rope. But yep. They were on the on the apron, and Bailey came and bumped them both off and got them both out of there. Right. Right. And then the final three 
was Liv, Jade, and Bailey, right. and they fought on the outside of the ring. Bailey smartly gets out or gets inside the ring when Jade got eliminated by uh, Liv, and then she kicked Liv yeah, Morgan right. off. Yep. And your 2024 Royal Rumble Royal Rumble Women's Match winner is Bailey. Bailey. Uh, again, I foresee. Her going after Kyrie Sane. I do too, especially after the Kabuki Warriors came in and supposedly helped, but didn't help her yeah. like she was hoping for. Yeah. So there's that. Um, I had some moments that I didn't. I took note on uh, that I was excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naomi's return is one. Yep. Jordan Grace coming in was another. Jay Cargill lifting Nia Jax twice in that twice. match. Twice. She eliminated her by herself. By and herself. if you remember in 2023. Uh, it took 11 women. It took 11 women to get her to out. get her out. This time around, it took one woman one. to get her out. And then the biggest surprise for me is <laughs> also a comedy moment. Yeah. R-Truth. <laughs> Look, whatever R-Truth is on, whatever he's doing, just watch. It, just watch. You, you're not going to be disappointed. R-Truth no. gives you comedy that's going to go. I mean, the, first off, the man can wrestle. He's a, oh, he's yeah. a very talented athlete. But... The way they've got his his character written out is comedy gold. You're not going to be disappointed with this guy. No, I mean, he's got so much going on, like, with him and the Judgment Day, him and Nick and Tom Mysterio, which are not real people, by the way. <laughs> um, he So what happens is, is we'll, we'll rewind a little bit to Friday Night SmackDown. Uh, he goes in, and it's Ava, which is The, the Gen- Rock's daughter yeah. and now the general, general manager, manager of NXT. NXT which is the youngest general manager or authority figure that we've ever had. Which, She's 22. Which is pretty amazing seeing as how her dad was one of the youngest champions at one time. Yeah, yeah. It, it, what it does is it doesn't cuz look, I'm going to I'm not I'm not on this podcast, I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be too critical, but her in-ring work needed help and needed yeah. needed some, you know. She didn't she she didn't have it in the ring. She didn't have it in the ring. But, but you could tell that she can she can get it personality right. wise. Like she can she's she can understand the, it. She's got that. She's got the Rock's charisma, just yes. not his his athletic skills. Yes. And that's something she could develop. Yeah. Yeah. She got to get the right right trainer for. Her. Yeah. Um, I foresee a like Sonya Deville when she was SmackDown's GM, mm-hmm. and she was like, when I she her main thing was when the jacket's on, I'm the GM. When the jacket's off, I'm the fighter. Right. And you know there were times where she took the jacket off and sneak attack someone and then right. put the jacket back on. I was like, you can't hit an authority figure. I can see Ava doing that. But anyways, Nick Aldis, Ava going to pick the order or have superstars come in to pick their order, which let me, let me stop right there. <laughs> I hate, I hate it. I like to be surprised. I like not knowing. Now, granted, I, we did not know the order, but I also liked it when it was just like, you had like CM Punk was the, or I think, CM Punk maybe was it or Drew McIntyre or someone. Cody Rhodes, I'm sorry. Cody Rhodes was the first one to announce his entrant into the Royal mm-hmm. Rumble. Then it was CM Punk. Then it was Drew McIntyre. Then it was this. And, that, and, and okay, that's fine. Maybe five people. So then you're like, okay, we got 25 random Surprises. People. Yeah, potentially. And then Friday night they had different men and women from SmackDown go in and choose who, their order. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you fill up like fifteen spots there, so you're like, okay, we really don't know who ten of y'all are, you know. I like, and I, I see where you're going with that. I like the, the mystery behind it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we know Cody is going to be in it. We mm-hmm. know CM Punk's going to be in it. Yep. We know Jay is going to be in it. We knew 
Jimmy was probably mm-hmm. gonna be in it. Okay, that's fine and dandy. We know some of the people. If you're gonna release reveal five to ten people, that's fine. Leave the other fifteen as a mystery. Yep. Because yep. we want that mystery. You're gonna reveal five from SmackDown that are gonna be in it, five from Raw that are gonna be in it. The other fifteen can come from all the all three, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, and keep us in the mystery. Because on the men's side, they did do that. Yep. I didn't I did not know that Carmella was gonna be in it. Yeah. Yeah, and I was happy to see that. Mm-hmm. But we'll come to that later. Yeah, on. we'll get we'll get to that later. But anyways, uh, back to the R Truth story. Um, R Truth goes in. He goes to pick. <laughs> he goes to pick his number, and he's like, "Hey, Adam Pierce, you're looking great. Didn't know your hair grew that fast." <laughs> Adam Pierce is not even in the building. It he's, was Nick. Aldis. It was Nick Aldis, completely different GM on a different show. Uh, he picks his number. He opens the little ball container up, and he's like, "Ah." Oh, does this mean I got a quarantine? And so they're like, no, truth. This is your number for the Royal Rumble. And he's like, oh, toodles. And then he leaves. And I'm like, what is this? Like, just just anything he does is just it's comedy. comedy gold. It, it is comedy. You're not going to be disappointed. You're no. Not, you're not going to be disappointed. No. But what we what, why we were talking about that is because at, I think Entrant 24, it was supposed to be Valhalla, which yes. is Sarah Logan for those who are keeping up with name changes and uh she starts walking she gets midway through the ring or through the um the mm-hmm. ramp and all of a sudden truth's entrance comes in and he starts running down he glances over at valhalla and he's like okay and then he gets in the ring goes face to face with nia Jax. gets thrown out <laughs> no no, no before no, he gets right. thrown out he looks around and he goes time out time out where are all the guys at <laughs> And he lasted 13 seconds. 13 seconds. However, and then, of course, he gets thrown out. And, and then Adam Pierce comes back in and was like, this is the, the women's. Yeah, this is the You're out. Edge. And then looks at Valhalla and says, you're in. She slides into the ring, gets, gets thrown, thrown out. Right back out. Five seconds. <laughs> Five seconds. So her and uh, Chelsea, Chelsea. Chelsea Green are, are tied. tied for the shortest amount of time. Yes. In, in a women's Royal Rumble, uh, which is five seconds. But our truth is officially listed <laughs> as an entrant who was not supposed to be an entrant. Oh, God. It that's was, hilarious. It was so funny. It was like just comedy gold. And then they're, and then they're talking about it. And uh, <laughs> when they're walking up, Adam Pierce is like, why are you doing this? He was like, he's like. Oh, what are you doing here, Nick? And he was like, he's like, I'm not Nick. He's like, he's like, Mysterio. It's <laughs> like, well, what? You... <laughs> it's just, Archie is just hilarious. You gotta love him. You, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with Archie. No, no, not at all. Um, not at all. You're gonna get entertainment with that. Yeah, yeah that's what you. Yeah. Mean. So uh, overall, the women's match, I loved it. I loved the women's match. It was uh, great. It was. We we had an idea of who was gonna win. Mm-hmm. But I still like the unpredictability of it. Yes, bringing Liv back, uh, having Jordan Grace involved, yep. throws th- throws everything off. Even though we knew Jordan Grace would not win, right? It was still a good thing to have her in there because it's just something different. It's just a, like a not a not a legend, a surprise, a surprise, and that's yeah. what, that's what we that's what we want. We yep. want to see surprises. This, this women's match uh, had everything that a rumble should be. It had surprises. It had unpredictability. It had talent, mm-hmm. and it wasn't carried on the shoulders of the past. Nope. It was it was all stacked competition and stacked talent from now, exactly. and what what WWE is now, which is awesome. Uh, so again, congratulations to Bailey. I do foresee her challenging uh, Kyrie Sane. I, I mean, was, I'm not Kyrie Sane. Um, EO Sky. EO Sky. I was thinking the same thing. Um, but it. not for. She won't make her a 
She won't make her pick for a while. Yeah. They're going to build that up. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that whole damage control Bailey story is, I think it's easier to follow than it would be to start another story with her and Rhea. Right. You know? Um, but, hey, shout out to Damage Control. You got the Kabuki Warriors as tag team champions, mm-hmm. Eosky as the women's champion, yep. and Bailey as the winner. And then poor Dakota Kai, who unfortunately is still, on the injured still, still injured. Um, but you can't really do anything about that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's... I do foresee when she does come back, if the Kabuki Warriors are... Still tag champs, they'll do the Freebird rule where Dakota can tag with Asuka or, and, mm-hmm. and it's going to be like the three. That'd be Because there's no other women's. Right, there's no other women's. Women's not, title. No other women's title. And there's also no other women's group. That's yeah. Dominant is yeah. Damage Control. Damage Control is actually a dominant group. Yeah, yeah. And so. they're, they're really, I mean, they're really clicking on all cylinders right yeah. now. Uh, but then next up we have the Fatal 4-Way for the uh, WWE Championship. Um, obviously, we have Roman Reigns as the champion versus AJ Styles versus Randy Orton and versus the megastar L.A. Knight. Yeah. And, of course, I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing my L.A. Knight shirt. Unfortunately, he did not win. We'll get to that in a minute. But He is wearing his L.A. Knight shirt, though. Yep, yep, I am. Um, and uh, great match. I think it's a lot. The, the pace was different from a, a typical Roman match. Yeah, and that was good because of the competitors that were in there. Well, you know, they, you need to have some some difference in there because right, Roman Reigns is is, mm-hmm. is a dominator. Oh yeah, he's gonna come in and dominate whatever it is he's got going on. He's gonna run it. So having things changed up on him that where he had, he was seriously the underdog. Yeah, I mean, he had what a twenty five percent chance to yeah to to. And most in most matches, he's the you know he's gonna be a favorite because he's a, he's a dominating force. Yep. And not to mention, you know, he's got Jimmy in a solo in yeah. his corner. That's, yeah, that's an issue. Very, very much so because they can you know they can uh, come in at any time and, yeah. and cause hay- or chaos. Um, but it was a great match, mm-hmm. and then the ending kind of. I will say I like this match a lot because it was four competitors who truly I could see being the champion. Yeah, any one of them could be a champion. Yes. Um, it, it. I predicted the ending was going to be LA Knight taking an RKO, a phenomenal forearm, and then a spear. Or, or really what I predicted during that match, like as it started, I said, LA Knight's going to take the pin. I said, he is going to get like an RKO, and then Roman's going to spear Randy, throw him out the ring, and then pin, you know, uh, pin LA Knight. That wasn't the case. Nope. Um, because everyone hit their finisher on everyone. It was kind of yep. crazy. Um, Solo comes out of nowhere, takes out LA Knight and Randy Orton, tries to take out AJ, doesn't. Um, he caught him off guard. He did. And then AJ, <clears throat> AJ was about to win until Randy. Uh, hit hit his shoulder up, which by the way was stacked with L.A. and Roman. Yeah. Um, which is a little throwback to when Roman defeated Edge and Daniel Bryan at mm-hmm. WrestleMania, and he said, "We're gonna knock them down and stack them up." Yep. And that's how he won that match. And so he was gonna do the same thing in this match. That's what he thought. So he thought. <laughs> um, some really cool spots. Uh, obviously, any any time Randy Orton hits an RKO, it's always watching the man's face. He. He gets into it so much, like 
like yeah. it's like a thrill for him to to do these finishing moves. Yeah, and that that, that was definitely a key moment. La Knight, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, AJ Styles was about to do a phenomenal forearm off the top rope, and, and then AJ, and then Randy him. caught him, and like like not caught him in midair. He caught him on the ropes, looked at him. AJ was like, no, 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 and turned him into an RKO off the top rope quickly too. Yes, and uh, in that same moment, uh, Roman was about to give him a spear. And he caught him in midair. Yep. On the spear. Uh, Rand, Randy is the is the definitely going to be the one who can hit an RKO no matter what. Oh yeah. You may think you're going to get him. Guess what? You're not. You're not. He's going to catch that RKO. Yeah. Yeah. You're and um, and overall, uh, Roman is still the champ. Roman is still the champ. And yeah. he pinned AJ Styles. Yep. Was not seeing that. AJ just coming back. I was um, I was thinking it was gonna be LA Knight that got yeah. the, that took the pin. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, but it did leave LA Knight. See, in my opinion, if that was the case, if if um, it wouldn't hurt anybody else if they took the pin. May, LA Knight would be the less of the ones gotten hurt in in storyline wise because then you could just bump him down just a tad and have him beat Logan Paul for the United States Championship mm-hmm. at Mania if he retained against Kevin Owens, which we'll get to that. Um, or whoever the United States Championship or champion is, have him challenge him at Mania, and that's where LA Knight gets his first title. Right. Is Mania United States Champion. Um, so you don't really hurt his status there. Right. AJ just came back from a long injury. He needed he needed to not catch that. But, yeah. But, again, they got, a, they got a couple things going with AJ, too. Yeah. That's that's having him having him in the title contention right now is a little bit of a throw off for yeah. what he's got going on. Yeah, um, I do. I, I see. I can see a I can see a mania match between Orton and AJ mm-hmm. simply because they truly don't have a path card for them right now. Right, and they can easily say you cost me the title. You cost me the title. No, you did. No, you did. And then they fight at Mania. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Roman is now the champion, obviously, and he will be going up against, I guess, maybe, possibly the winner of the Royal Rumble. We'll we get to that. Um, and then, L- like I said, LA Knight is going after the United States champion. Yeah, I, I think I think that's that's the easiest for all four of them. Possibly so. Um, Speaking on the United States champion, yes, we do have that match up next, and that was Logan Paul, the champion, versus Kevin Owens. Uh, this feud was unexpected, but. Boy, did it uh, like escalate uh, in a in a big way. Yeah. Yep. First off, shout out to Kevin Owens. Yep. Being smart, being ahead of the curve, but then being dumb at the same time. At the very very much so. Very much so. Both <laughs> in the same same coin. Yeah. Um. It's goodness gracious. Yeah. Uh. Look, you may not like the guy, you may not like what he does, but. Logan Paul is a fantastic athlete, and yeah. he is a fantastic worker in the ring. Yes, he is. He has athleticism out the wazoo. He does high flying moves. He he can he can flip. He can he can punch. He can fight. Like he's got it all. He's like, got he's got the he's got the skills. Mm-hmm. He just and he's got the attitude to be a, a heel. Yeah, I I, could, I cannot see him as a face no, no. matter what. No, and and I think that's that's I mean. That would be dumb of WWE to even try to turn him heel. I mean, right. uh, face, because the, the crowd won't even. I mean, they won't know how to handle it because no. he's all he's already done things to straight up be heel. Yeah, yeah. 
and and that's just his home. That's just his whole persona. Um, even in real life and in, in WWE, he's right. cocky. He's cocky. Arrogant. Hey, fair. Hey, fair enough. When you can do what he does in the ring, you got it right. You got it right. And in the boxing ring, like yeah. you can, you know, you have a fair a fair point. Um, but Kevin Owens comes in here. He has an injured arm uh, or hand, which everyone knew going into it. Mm-hmm. That was going to be what cost him the match. Granted, did it? No, no, because we'll get to that in a second. But Logan Paul did take note of that, and with with you know stomps to the to the hand, um, throwing the hand against the ring post, the yep. steel uh, uh, steps. I mean, everything that Logan could do, he tried. Everything, yeah, because he was he's he's a heel. Yeah, and the heel is gonna play that dirty move. He's yep. gonna do all the dirty tricks. It's gonna get him that victory. Yep. Um, but like you mentioned. Kevin Owens being one of a, a savvy, smart uh, wrestler, and then being a dumb one in the same coin, uh, is how the ending happened. Which, look, a lot of people I've read and I've talked to didn't like the ending. However, uh, what I will say to that is, um, <laughs> he's smart. I mean, Kevin. I mean, th- that ending was was just. I've never seen it. I've never seen that ending. Now, let's talk about that. Okay. I've seen a lot of sneaky maneuvers. You and I were talking about because we watched it together. Yeah. You and I were talking about that, um, and we both made mention of how Logan Paul has not really won without, Fairly. without yeah, yeah, without a little cheating. Well, he was about to cheat because yep. he wasn't gonna get the easy no. win. No. Kevin Owen is not one you're gonna easily beat if you're not on his level. Right. And Logan Paul, no matter how good he is, he is not on Kevin's level. No. So, of course. Logan calls in for some help with the brass knucks. Yep. Somebody, one of his one of his little entourage jumps the barricade and tries to slip to the ring to give him the brass knucks, but security stops him. Mm-hmm. So while security is dealing with that, and the ref realizes <laughs> that this guy is the same one who jumped the barricade during the Ray Mysterio match with Logan, which got Logan the title. Yep. He's like, no, you got to go. Get him up out of here. Out comes Austin Theory. And Grayson Waller. <laughs> They get the brass knucks as while everything's going on, and pass it to the ring to uh, Logan. Logan takes a swing at Kevin. Kevin, knowing what he's doing, dodges it, gets the um, knucks off him, and clocks him with the knucks. And Logan is out, out like cold, out cold. Kevin <laughs> goes for the pin. Which here's the dumb part. <laughs> yeah, because it was smart for him to know what he was doing and catch him to get the knucks from him. Kevin goes for the pin. One, two, th- wait a minute, dude. You got brass knuckles on your face. Which is so, look, look. look. <laughs> WWE refs, they get, they, <laughs> they get so much scrutiny simply because you have one ref, one side of the referee, where anytime someone's about to cash in, they're like, you want to cash this in? Th- this, this, this opportunity? You want to do this? Now? And they stall. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, fine. And then all of a sudden nothing happens. I'm talking to you, Damian Priest. Um <laughs> Because the refs, they don't, they they're like, oh, this this briefcase right here. This you want to? What this, is this briefcase for? What is this? Oh, oh you want to cash in? Oh, you want to do okay. this? Oh, and then I they guess. have to hold it. Look to uh, Samantha Irving to say, he's cashing in this briefcase, this one right here. And then uh, of course, he ultimately doesn't cash in because someone interferes. However, those are the dumb refs, and I'm not saying every ref is dumb. I understand. I get it. I know why they're doing it. Come on, right. guys. However, <laughs> this this ref comes in and he's looking down at the shoulders. He goes, one, 
two, and right before he hits three, he just happens to look up. And sees brass knuckles on Kevin Owens' hands. And he goes, wait a minute. Points to the brass knucks. Kevin stops, looks at him, shakes his head, and then he goes, ring the bell, ring the bell. And Logan Paul retains off of a disqualification because <laughs> because Kevin Owens Kevin. didn't take off the brass knucks. <laughs> I've ne- I've seen I've seen instances in matches where the ref has caught people's legs on the rope, uh, cheating with the tights, you know, um, just doing all this. But I've never seen a referee stop mid count and say, "Hey, you did something bad." <laughs> and I see the evidence right there. I How see it right you? there. Yeah, it's like hmm. Disqualification. Ring the bell. Because yeah. you have you also have matches where. <laughs> where someone will take off the turnbuckle on the rope, and, and, the, and the, it is an obvious <laughs> missing turnbuckle, and they're like, huh, I wonder how he got knocked out so fast. Wow, you must have a hard punch. And it's like... Right. No, he hit that, <laughs> that steel turnbuckle corner without the padding. It was just hilarious. But it, it, it was it was hilarious, and I was like, wow, that's that's messed up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Logan is still the champ. Yep, and then it goes back to what we said. I think I think Logan and L.A. Knight will be a terrific match at Mania Yeah. for the United States Championship, I truthfully. Agree. I agree. Kevin, don't know what he does now. Maybe um, he tries to go after uh, uh, the World Heavyweight title. Maybe he takes a little break and comes back. I, we don't know. I think they'll probably give him a little break for a minute. Until yeah. they figure out what they're going to do with them next. Yep. Um, which is fine. Speaking of next, we have the men's Royal Rumble match, which uh, this one, I will have comments afterwards. However, I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it, especially the first two the entrants. The first two entrants, which we we called. We called. We called. At the very beginning, when Samantha Irvin was going over the rules, I looked at Terrell, and I said, the first one's got to be either Jimmy or Jay. And he said, and the and the, tw- the other twin is going to be the second one. Yep. And sure enough... Here comes Jay Uso. Jay Uso was first, and, and Jimmy's Jay's second. Two. <laughs> and Jay's reaction when he heard "Here's Jimmy's music hit," oh, it turns from a smile to a scowl, and just—I mean, that. Was, they're the way they're selling this up. They're slowly building this story, and I'm loving it. Yes, they're slowly building it. Jimmy is antagonizing Jay. Oh yeah, to no end. If you see the his shirt, the no yeet, the shirt. no yeet shirt. First off, I got my Yeet shirt. I'm all in. I'm in the Yeet he, program. Yeah, he's, I'm in the Yeet program. I'm all about the Yeet. But what's funny is like even at the beginning they they had the little stare off, and Jay goes Yeet, and Jimmy goes No oh, Yeet. yeet. <laughs> <laughs> and then they start going at it. Uh, it was just that that was a great kickoff. And I and I even said I said you either have to have a big pop, mm-hmm. or a big like a big moment to start it off. Or a tremendous, like a tremendous ending, and they had. I think they had both. I they think they both. nailed both. They they, they, nailed, they nailed both. Um, with the first two entries, and then of course the third entrant, <laughs> Grayson Waller. And Grayson Waller not only tries to run down the ring. No, no, no. He didn't even run. He briskly walked, trying to do his Grayson Waller effect. Uh, Talking about nobody cares about the sibling rivalry. Yeah, actually, everybody. Everybody does. does. Nobody uh, cares about Grayson Waller. <laughs> yeah, and and even even on that, he he looks and. Him and him and Jimmy team up, and he's like, "Hey, I'm I'm no Yeet, I'm no Yeet," and so they start <laughs> they start going after Jay, and um, that that right there was just really cool to see. Yeah. Um, who was the next entrant at four? Uh, four was Andrade. Which, Return of Andrade. Oh boy, he got a pop. Yes, I called that one too. You did, because it it was one of those we knew he was coming. Mm-hmm. It was just was he gonna was he gonna really be in the in the 
Royal Rumble. Yep. And if he was, how big is Papa's going to be? Yep, because the last match that he had, he was in AEW, mm-hmm. and he went up against Miro, a.k.a. Rusev, Rusev. And he went up against him at the end of December. So his time, I mean, he basically waited a month to return. Yep. And he sure did. And, in uh, a big way. In a big way, yeah. He, he did really well in the ring. A lot of people were super shocked. Uh, new new entrance um, music, and so everybody was like, "Wait, who is this? Oh, oh, it's Andre! Oh my!" And then mm-hmm. and then he, you know, he, Jimmy went over to him. He was like, "Hey, no yeet!" And he kind of shrugged him off. And then he and then Jimmy attacked him. Um, that was a bad idea. Yeah, bad idea. Uh, and then number five was Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes, which again, in my prediction, I said in NX, the NXT stars that I thought were going to be in the Rumble. I said Carmelo Hayes, Braun Breaker, and I also said Trick Williams. He was not in the Rumble, but I did get two out of three. Yep, because that's what we had, two yeah, out of three. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so so some of the things during the match, here's, here's, the, here's what I'm going to make my comments at. And this is, I'm going to make this statement, and I hope everybody understands what I mean by this. The Royal Rumble in itself, it has been built upon for years on surprise returns, surprise entrances, uh, big moments, mm-hmm. but also an underlying thing is storytelling. They start stories there. Mm-hmm. They end stories there. Sneak, sneakily, they end them there. I mean, they they are moments in this rumble that you may not think, oh, this this is dumb. Like this is, I don't know why they're doing this. Or oh my gosh, I thought this person was gonna make a return. Or oh my god, I can't believe this person's in the rumble. Mm-hmm. It don't matter because the talent that they have was star-studded in this men's rumble. Yes. And we'll get to that when we get to the end of it, but... Let's talk about a couple surprise moments wow. to the end. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the middle of the rumble, by the way, was kind of just like... Just like... Uh, yeah, I mean, it was entrance after entrant after entrant, eliminations, and then you're like, um, some bigger names popped up. When we had Omos and Bronson Reed in the ring... Yep. <laughs> And the the, the uh, number twenty two entrant <laughs> was his music played, and this guy realized he had to get in the ring from the commentary desk. <laughs> Pat McAfee got in. Oh, it wasn't Bron- Bronson Reed. It was uh, Bron Breaker. It was Bron Breaker. Yes, yeah, it was Bron, Bron Breaker. Breaker. Yeah. Bron Breaker almost. Yeah, because uh, that was a standoff that everybody was like, "Ooh, ooh almost is yeah. like seven five, and Bron Breaker is just a little strong boy," and it's yeah. like. Ooh, I wonder what's going to happen here. And then all of a sudden you hear, and he's like, oh, yeah. And then back back up, he's like, what? What? Me? What? Me? He's like, what? Am I in it? And so he gets up. He gets to the ring. <laughs> gets to the ring, hops over, and then he real, and then reality kicks in. Reality like kicks in, and he's in the ring with these two monsters. And he starts to get out, and then they focus back on each other. Yep. And he decides he's going to try to jump, on, get on the top rope, and sneak attack. And almost turned around and looked at him again, and he... <laughs> He eliminated himself. Yeah, and even yeah. knows it eliminated itself. <laughs> yeah, he 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 looks over, gives him a nod, and then jumps out and says, "Nope, not doing not it. Doing not it. doing it." Um, so fun behind the scenes fact. Apparently, he did not know he was going to be in it. Right. Uh, again, ha- take that however you want. Um, another fun fact, I guess, if you want to call it fun, uh, we're obviously not going to touch a lot about it. Actually, not at all. But. If you know the news and you read actual newsworthy articles, there is a situation that's going on um, that happened in WWE and um, something along the lines of uh, office shenanigans per se. Yes, we're not yes. going to touch on that. Though. No, no, because that is not our forte, um, and we're not lawyers, and we don't want to go down that route. Nope, nope. Um, but 
there was a superstar that was involved in some of these reports, mm-hmm. and he was supposed to be in this rumble, but Braun Breaker took his spot. Yeah. And again, how, however you want to, the best way that I can say this is whatever Braun Breaker did in the Rumble, Brock Lesnar was also going to do. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, there we go. Brock, yeah. Brock Lesnar was uh, was going to do. Brock Lesnar was not in the Royal Rumble, but Braun Breaker was, and he did basically everything that Lesnar yeah. was going to do. He also was going to, he also <laughs> got eliminated by the person who was supposed <laughs> to eliminate Brock. That being Dirty Condom, which surprisingly had a decent Rumble. Yeah, but for his character, for him, you know, you know, you know, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> that's all you got to say. That's yeah. all I got to say about that. Yeah, um, yeah. First off, I do I like how Dom is as a character. His character yes. is, is written really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just not. I don't like Dom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Dom. I'm sorry. It's so funny, but it, it's it's. I love the way his character is written. I'm I'm sure in real life he's not a jerk like that. Right, but. Good lord, they, they've got him to the point where he is. As soon as you hear his music, it's booze. Yeah, his the booze in there are louder than the pops. Yes, <laughs> so yeah. and that that's that's saying a lot. I mean, the, the guy is yeah is is definitely out there. But we also had some real funny moments coming from the the one and only R Truth. <laughs> R Truth finally comes down to the ring, looks around, and says, "All right, I'm in the right rumble." He. <laughs> He goes over to J.D. McDonough, who got thrown under the ropes, and he throws him back in, and J.D. McDonough gets tossed out. Right back out. (laughs) Right back out. And he's like, you know, he's yelling at Truth. Truth walks up the stairs, looks at the crowd, the crowd's cheering, and then he goes to the corner of the ring and puts his hand out to be tagged. (laughs) He put his hand out for Dom to tag him. Yeah, Dom's like... Truth is the only man to ever get a tag in in the Royal Rumble. And Dom, Dom is like, what are you doing? He's like, this is not a tag match. And R-Truth is just, like, putting his hand out and just, like, waving it. He's like, tag me in, tag me in. And then Gunther grabs Dom in a chokehold, and Dom gets out of it, tags, hot tags Truth. Truth does his John Cena, his best John Cena impression, gives him shoulder bump after shoulder bump, finally does uh, a drop where Gunther's on the floor. He looks around the crowd. The crowd's going crazy. He does the, you can't see me. Goes, does the arm shiggle, or shimmy, and then, obviously, Gunther gets up and attacks him. But uh, <laughs> that whole moment right there, that we were cracking up. That and when the Miz came in, and they and it became the awesome truth. Yeah. And the Miz was ready to throw Dom out, and what did R-Truth do? He saves him. He's like, no, 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 uh-uh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> See, the Miz is like, you're not on their team. You're not on their yeah. team. Yeah, and uh, it was so funny. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, R-Truth did get eliminated by yeah. none, none other than Damian, Damian Priest. Priest. He comes in straight lines to R-Truth, decks him, and then throws him out, which... Yeah. We'll see how that turns out on Raw when our truth has some stuff to say. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, but the end of the match, um, the competitors that were in the ring at the time, you had... Uh, the final four was yeah. uh, Punk, CM Punk, Cody Rose, Drew McIntyre, and Gunther. Oh, and a surprise return was uh, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn at number 30. Now, I know what you're thinking. That wasn't really a surprise. He has been out for a while. He's been out for a couple months mm-hmm. due to a shoulder injury from Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the 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 final few competitors, I mean, 
loaded with top tier superstars. You got a uh, let's let's go with the final five. Uh, Sami Zayn at number thirty, Drew McIntyre twenty nine, Ricochet was twenty eight, CM Punk was twenty seven, Damian Priest was twenty six. Yep, yep. It was. I mean, it was heavy in talent at the end. Yep, absolutely. I mean, just crazy. And so add in that Cody Rhodes is still in there. Uh, Jay, I think Jay was still in at the full minute there. Yep. I mean, it was it was crazy how how like top tier talented it was. Yeah, and it was it was great having all that going on. Um, of course, uh, Gunther was eliminated by Rhodes. Yep. Again, just mm-hmm. like last year. Oh, wait, speaking. Of, oh, yeah. <laughs> got the final four right again. Yeah, you did. You sure did. You sure did. <laughs> did. Guys, look, I'm telling you. He had the final four right. I said, and I, we both said um, if the, the twins are in, they were going to be facing off. Um, I had... I had three of the four. Yep. I had uh, Jay as the fourth, and he had Gunther as the fourth, and his four was right. Yep. Good job. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Good pick. Um, but, yeah, I knew if Gunther was in, I knew Rose was going to be the one to eliminate him. Yep, and he sure did. He sure did. Mm-hmm. Because just a callback from last year's Rumble yep. when both of, both men, one was 30 mm-hmm. and the other was one. Um, so, which, again, Rhodes came in at 15. Which you and I were very shocked at that. At that, we yeah. were like, "Wow, we didn't expect him. We didn't expect the hard hitters to be like twenty-two to thirty, you right. know." Um, but he was he, he was, was 15, fifteen, so I'll you know I'll take it. Um, and then uh, like I said, Drew Drew was in there still, and he, Drew got put out by CM Punk. Yep, which again, storytelling. Yep. Uh, he he, you hear him talking to Punk, and he was like, "I'm not that little boy I was ten years ago. I'm a different. I own you." And he picks him up, and sure enough. Uh, CM Punk turns him around and tosses him over, and yep. he looks distraught. Yep. He is. I, I. I don't know what. I, I'll tell you what I think is going to happen with his story in a minute. But final two, we had it. We both said it. Yep. Punk uh, and Cody. Punk and Cody. And and I. It did drag a little bit, but I still loved it because yeah. their stories are still ongoing, no mm-hmm. matter how you slice it. And it was entertaining to watch. Yeah. They both put their all into it. They both had personal grudges against one another, whether they wanted to admit it or not. Yep. And it came It came to truth be known, CM Punk's biggest issue was, as somebody he said toward the end, I did not come back 10 years later to get beat by Dusty's du- kid. Yep. Mm-hmm. It didn't say by Cody. He, he, said, he said Dusty's, Dusty's kid. kid. As, as a flat-out way of disrespect. Yep. So... That right there shows that there's a little animosity to, with with CM Punk towards Cody. Mm-hmm. I get it. You don't want to be be that guy. Yep. But yet here it is. These two come down to it. That my comment right there sparked a light or whatever. Because guess what happened? Cody stopped him from getting hit with the GTS through CM Punk right over the top rope. And for the first time in 26 years, since Stone Cold Steve Austin done it, we have a back-to-back Royal Rumble winner, and he joins the likes of Stone Cold, yep, Hulk Hogan, yep, and Shawn Michaels. And that is awesome. That is incredible. Uh, so what happens next? Um, obviously, Bailey. Here's my prediction for Mania. Right. I know we've got a couple of months before Mania, but I want to kind of get this out in the open, out in the air. Bailey's gonna challenge, uh, I think, Eo Sky. Okay. Uh, so there's that match. Rhea is going to be challenged by Jade Cargill, or Becky Lynch. I think more Becky than anything. I think that match would 
be better. Um, okay. I think, speaking of Jade, I think she does have a one-on-one match with Bianca Belair. Yes, I would say so because of they 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 dropped a hint at that. Multiple hints. When they were standing face-to-face, mm-hmm. that right there was like, oh, yeah. Yep. This mm-hmm. has got to happen. It's yep. got to happen. Yep. Uh, obviously, uh, Cody won, and he didn't he he didn't even make it a, a, a single night without everyone knowing he's going after Reigns. So yep. Roman versus Cody, part two. Yep. Now Rollins, Rollins is legitimately hurt, a torn MCL and a, a somewhat torn meniscus. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is out for a while. There in lies the chamber. I think the elimination chamber is going to be for the number one contender of. Seth Rollins World's Heavyweight Championship, and I think the competitors are going to be Jey Uso. Okay. Drew McIntyre. Okay. Uh, Sami Zayn. Okay. I think you're also going to have Damian Priest. Okay. I think you're going to have some random person, but not as, like, maybe a Sheamus or... No, I'm sorry. Take that away. Gunther. Okay. And the final entrant into the Elimination Chamber, CM Punk, who will win the Chamber and have the opportunity to face Rollins at Mania. Which would end their story. Because mm-hmm. there's that story there. I agree with that. I do. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I see that being a great way for them to go. It would be senseless going the other way with it. Yep. Yep. So I think that is how Mania is going to stack out. Obviously, uh, some more championship matches are going to be in play. Again, like I predicted, LA Knight versus Logan Paul for Mania. Mm-hmm. Um I think the Kabuki Warriors will probably go up against, God, who knows? I mean, maybe a, 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 fight, a fatal, fatal four-way uh, for that, those titles. I think um, I think the tag team champions will change hands in, in, in a little bit. Uh, I do think that um, I don't I don't see Judgment Day sticking with those titles. No, um, because there's with the way Damian Priest is acting right now. Yeah, there's tension there. Yeah. The the cracks are there. And as much as WWE wants to have a another dominant faction on Raw, just like they had the Bloodline on SmackDown, mm-hmm. it's too much right now going on with the Judgment Day. I don't see that happening. No. With them. No, not at all. Um and then like like we predicted earlier from the Fatal Four Way match, uh I think Randy and um AJ could have a great match. Mm-hmm. Um or I can see Solo going solo and having a match with either one of those two. Maybe even a triple threat. That would be a good one. Um, so but, uh, I want I do, no matter how it slices, I want to see this, and I know they want this. Jay and, Jay and oh, Jimmy. Oh, Jay and Jimmy are definitely going to have one-on-one, uh, one-on-one fight. They, they've been talking about that as long as they've been in business. Yeah. Uh, and I would love to see it for a title mm-hmm. at, on WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. One thing that we have to keep in mind, though, in the back of our heads, the Rock did come back, and he mm-hmm. did call out Roman. So that oh, yeah. match is going to happen. Sooner or later, it's going to happen. We just don't know when. Whether WWE sees it fit that the title of head of the table is more significant than the title. Mm-hmm. Or the title, in my opinion, the title is you know, heads and shoulders far above the title of head of the table. Yeah. Now, The Rock may say, I don't want the title. I just want to be... I just want everyone to know my place in this family as the top. Right. And that could be the spark. You don't have a you don't have a a title match with a Roman for with the Rock. You just have the title. You you have that kind of like when um Jay and Roman went up and it was the uh tribal combat 
you know, um, mm-hmm. whatever. That it's going to be the head of the table is on the line. Whoever wins is the head of the table. That'll and maybe that would be a good breakup for what we got going on. Mm-hmm. And maybe, just calling this out there now, maybe that happens after Mania, and this is the downward spiral of Roman where he starts going crazy. And he's like, I just lost my title. I just lost. And now people are like, oh, so the God does bleed. Mm-hmm. And maybe he loses Paul Heyman. And maybe Solo does his own thing and separates from him. Maybe Jay, you know, goes and does his own thing. Like, this is the downward spiral. Yeah, because it, 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 that... that, that... That's definitely going to be the case. Yeah. Because someone who's had the power as long as he has, when you lose power, mm-hmm. you don't know how to act. No. And he's going to show that flat out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. Um, but that will do it for our Royal Rumble uh, talk. Uh, I will say that if you go on our website right now, there is no article up. But if you're listening to this after January 28th, there will be an article posted probably Monday the 29th. Um, so we'll get that up there and, uh, yeah, let us know what you thought of the Royal Rumble. Let us know. Um, we're very interested because I, I, I would give it a, a B plus. I would give it about a B plus. B plus. Because it, um, it was, I was, I will say this, the women's match actually had my attention more than the men's, yep. which as we've I said before, time mm-hmm. and again. Women's matches don't always catch my attention. This one did. Yep. And, and I'll, very good. and I, I think I'll say this and I'm. I'm partial to this because I did believe this, and you can ask Terrell. I was saying this the entire time. There are a lot of big-name free agents right now, and I could have sworn that one of them was going to appear. Now, granted, some of those are injured, and some of those have been rumored to go to other places, but there are names like Okada, MJF. You have uh, Mercedes Monet for the women. You have, I mean, you have all these other big-name stars from other companies being free agents, so the idea of them happening was in your mind. Right. And I think people get the idea stuck in there and they're like, if this doesn't happen, it is trash. Which shouldn't be the case. I had that idea. I thought that should have been what, what happened. But now that I look back at it, I'm like, overall, it was a very solid PLE. I agree with you. Now, here's why I think that didn't have, a lot of that never had, like MJF. Um, right now, look, a uh, uh, prime example, Jade. Hmm. Yeah, they she she had been uh, introduced months ago. Yep, and they slowly built up to this moment. Yep. So WWE has been doing long bore storytelling. Yep. So yeah, they won't bring MJF in unless they did like CM Punk did. Yeah. At the very end of the, of the mm-hmm. premier live event, uh, that's only going to work maybe once. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and it, like. Dream scenarios that would be awesome if MJF showed up as number thirty in the entrant. But uh, I do think he's like legitimately injured. So like they, that's probably the the biggest thing. Right. You know he he's made it clear that there's going to be a bidding war for him between AEW and WWE. Personally, I think it goes back to AEW. I think so too. Because that's where and I don't know why anybody would do that. That is my own opinion. Um, I mean, if you there's a lot of instances that obviously uh, there there are instances on both sides where it's a a big con, but I think WWE has more pros than AEW. I agree. I just I'm not gonna hold my breath on anything. I'm no, gonna wait no. and see what happens. No, absolutely, absolutely. I would love to see him come to WWE and see what he does with all the talent we got here or they have there. Mm-hmm. A perfect scenario. I know we're going to end with this. A perfect scenario is 
he comes in at the end of Cody's celebration at Mania after beating Roman, and he and he stands at the top of the ring. His music hits, and he's just applauding him, and then he winks at him, scarf and all, and turns around and walks back in the back. back in that the- would be you, you. You don't get him in the ring. You show his face. He's out there in, in front of millions, mm-hmm. and just claps. Is excited maybe for his buddy. Uh, but then, but then Monday tonight. night, Monday night Raw would be the highest viewing Monday night Raw <laughs> yeah. ever. Um, that, we might have a problem with that because that happens. Uh, I might miss the podcast. <laughs> ooh, that'd be crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. Again, if you have any thoughts on the Royal Rumble, please let us know. Uh, but from Terrell, I'm JT, and we'll see you next time.